following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Bank! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 40 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrum. And this is Stank. Stank, how are you on this lovely Sunday? Oh, you know what? It feels great. I got the sun beaming down on me. We actually went out, got some Dairy Queen. And, you know, I'm sitting in our, you know, in the drive-thru. And I'm like, oh, God, how hot is it? It must be like 100 degrees. And Annie's like, it's 72 degrees, dude. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm just, I, you know, it was like snowing last week, practically. And now, you know, we got birds chirping. Everything's green. It looks nice. How about you? Uh, I'm doing good, too. I... Um, you know, it's Sundays are usually more reserved for, uh, grocery shopping and yeah. I mean, I, and reflection. Yeah. And reflection, <laughs> you know, grocery shopping. Um, I, I told you the trick I figured out on my Apple watch that I can burn more calories by playing some video games. So probably going to hop on some God of War. I'm all, all but finished with that. For, for those of you who've been following the saga of, uh, me and God of War. I'm on the last. I'm on the Queen of Valkyrie for whoever that means something to. You guys will say, "Huh? Okay." Uh, and for the yeah, and for those of you who have never played the game, uh, it is a big accomplishment. Uh, but a bigger accomplishment would be uh, us getting a thousand followers. Uh, yes, you've heard us talk about it before. You may have heard me talk about it on this week's episode of Up Next of Red Post Wrestling. Uh, former guest of the show, Davey Portman. Uh, personal reasons wasn't able to make it so me being the roderick strong of uh the up next <laughs> podcast as someone referred to me on twitter i didn't give myself that nickname i i was able to i joined brayden and we talked about a ton of shit like i jokingly joked uh like oh we're gonna go 45 minutes before we even talk nxt and we we shoot went 40 minutes without even mentioning nxt we just kind of talked which is uh it, you know it it's always the case with Braden and I. Plus, this week's episode of NXT wasn't that great. So, uh, you know, it, it was all right. So if you if you want to hear me and Braden, you know, head over to Up Next and you can hear us babble on about all kinds of shit. Um, but on that podcast, I mentioned the uh, the Road to 1000 Twitter contest that Dave and I are doing. Uh, we're actually, like, we're about 600 right now, which is awesome. You know, we're, I mean, you're better at the maths than I am. So we're about a little bit more than halfway there, right? I think so. Yeah. If you carry the two, Can you carry the two yeah. divided by pi. Yeah, we're almost there. Uh, and for those of you guys unaware of what this contest is, uh, Dave and I were running a contest to to get us to a thousand followers. Um, you know, we we've put out some some great quality content over over this last year, which is crazy. We've we've been doing this for almost a year now. Getting up there. Yeah, it's getting up there. And so we decided let's let's do a Twitter giveaway. Uh, you know we we appreciate everyone, all the friends of the show. Uh, Jesse Kohlberg, who you know he's famously purchased every single one of our T-shirts. I think yeah. as of right now, the Bullet Club sale is still going on. Yeah, until midnight, I think so. Yeah, so it's going on right now. And Jesse, you know, when when showed his support for the Bullet Club as well as for us, and bought another T-shirt. And, God bless that Jesse. You gotta love true him. friend of the show. True friend of the show. Uh, but yeah, so we're doing the the road to one thousand Twitter giveaway, which is it's super easy. You know, just uh, 
Make sure you're following us. Spread the word. Retweet. Like it. Use the hashtag PWTweetCast. That's PWTweetCast. And uh, some of the prizes that we're going to be giving away uh, when we get to 1,000 includes uh, 10 free wrestling t-shirts, courtesy of Pro Wrestling Tees. And uh, I think Dave and I, we... We're going to pull an executive decision, and uh, that includes the in-store Chicago exclusives that we don't sell on the website. Uh, just don't tell Ryan. Just don't tell Ryan. Uh, five uh, five Funko Pops courtesy of M3 Toys. Um, I know he just got in those Baby Yoda Funko Pops. Oh, shit. Yeah, I saw, or The Child, as it says on there. He the just, Child, you He know? got those. They just released Julio, a friend of the show. Julio sent me a – they're making some more Back to the Future Funko Pops, and I was like, God damn it. Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Yep. <laughs> uh, some Fanny DeVito fanny packs, courtesy of the Cryptic Closet. Vinny, friend of the show, he dropped them off this week, and boy, do they look! They look so amazing in person. Yeah, I, I, I might try to just finagle one for myself and wear that because I'm, I'm a fanny pack guy. I, I wear them. Yep. You know, all Jericho Cruz. I'm walking around with my fanny pack, keep all my stuff in there. Uh, we have a bunch of wrestling DVDs, courtesy of Freelance Wrestling. And then last but not least, uh, we have a ton of PWT cast stickers. We have the cool, uh, you know, original matte ones and then some cool holographic ones that are re- they're reminiscent of those stickers you'd buy from like the, uh, like if you go to a restaurant or like a laundromat and they'd have those like machines where you put the quarters in. Oh, yeah. And you get like a Rastafarian like smiley face or. Yeah, it's like a Rastafarian <laughs> smiley face smoking weed and you're like, what? I don't understand any of this. I'm a child. What is this? Yeah. Or do you get those little, <laughs> do you remember those little homies? Yeah. Yeah. I, already I used to them. collect homies. Really? They're pretty nice. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so we're running that, uh, you know, that contest. So help spread the word. You know, we've had plenty of fun guests on. Last week we had Daphne, you know, the screen queen herself and <laughs> awesome episode. I've, we've heard tons of positive feedback about it. Um, you know, during the episode itself, you know, we mentioned Daphne, a reoccurring theme. We're like, oh, we're going to have to bring you back on. Um, but definitely so like a ton of people love the interview. It's one of the higher downloaded ones. So we're excited to have Daphne back on, you know, at some point down the line and what a wonderful person she is, you know, we love Daphne here at the PWT cast. Um, but yeah, so, you know, go ahead, check out some of our past episodes and, uh, give us some feedback, you know, tell your friends, give us a follow, uh, Dave, I, I had quite the story earlier this week. I, I mentioned to you, I mentioned on last week's podcast, I believe, uh, me and trying to prepare the, the office for oh for, yes <laughs> for, when, for when we make our inevitable return back to the office, uh, our podcast studio. I figured, you know what, let's, because uh, Dave and I, we've had a, we had an idea of uh, let's do some, some YouTube content where just, you know, you, myself, and a guest, you know, sit around on a couch, just talk, just talk shop, you know? talk some fun let's have some fun so i was like oh i should probably get a couch you know uh went bought myself a couch from menards they i know what you're thinking what is menards the midwest chain of i don't know hardware supplier hardware home improvement all sorts of stuff yeah some locations even the the super menards they have like groceries yeah you can get beef jerky old-fashioned candy that's like, <laughs> anytime someone's like, wow, Menards has so much more, I always say beef jerky, old-fashioned candy, because those are the things that are important to me. See, it's funny, because those are the first things that came to my mind, because <laughs> when me when me and uh, Matt Nick's friend of the show went over to the location to pick up that couch, that's that was the first thing we saw, where I was like, oh my god, like, look at all this beef jerky and uh, old candy. Um, yeah. <clears throat> 
so I bought this couch, bring it over here. Uh, couldn't get it through the through. So it's three floors where we're at. We're on the second floor. Couldn't get it in through the yeah. th- through the first floor. Had to get it in via the third floor. Uh, finally get it over over here, and it does not fit into the office because the hallway is oh. too narrow. It's just too narrow. Was never gonna fit. So call I'm like hey can I return it at this other location that's over here by the shop they're like yeah that's fine just bring your receipt all right I call that location I'm like hey uh, I have this to return is it is it cool and they're like yeah just bring your receipt no problem I'm like all right mate you have worked customer service you know I've been working since I was 16 so I've been working customer service most of my life so I and you know like corporate customer service and shit like that so I I, I know what I can and can't get away with Right. So I go, I'm like, I walk up to the service desk. I'm like, hey, I'm returning this couch. They're like, all right, cool, no worries. Just uh, here, take this piece of paper, go back around through one of the docks, and they'll take care of you there. Fantastic, you know? It's me, my uncle, and his buddy because we're using his pickup truck. Well, we get back there, and guy's instantly like, oh, I don't know how to return this. Let me call my manager. Some other dude comes, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, um... Right, it was scuffed up a little bit, but I had told them that prior to the phone. I was like, it did get scuffed up a little bit, but nothing, you know, like they're they surface. Have, yeah, surface. And mind you, when returning something like that, they they have to throw it out. They can't put it back on the floor. They have to damage right. it out, send the bag. So it really doesn't matter because even if it was in perfect condition, they still have to damage it out. Uh, the guy's like, oh, I can't return this because of COVID and because of these scuff marks. I'm like, all right, well, well, we, we, which is it? covid or because of these scuff marks he's like oh well uh, i'm like he's like let me talk to my manager i'm like oh that'll the old let me talk to my manager done, mm-hmm. done that a million times he's like yeah unfortunately he said i was like oh we'll bring him out here all right brings him out here he's like oh what's the issue explain to him i'm like listen i'm like it's a perfectly good couch i'm like it just doesn't fit in the office i show him the photo i'm like look short of knocking down this wall we're not getting you know we're not getting it in there he's like okay well I can I can go ahead and issue you like a store refund. And I was like, no, like I, I paid you know I paid cash for this. Oh well, because I was like, well, you know what? I was like, I actually called your other location and they told me they could go ahead and process it. You know, for my full return and for exact tender that I paid. At this point, my care the Karen in me is coming out. You know, my hair starts to morph into that oh. Karen haircut. I was yep. like, I was like, if you want, I was like, I can call over there and you know, you say you're a general manager, but you clearly don't know how to do your job, so. I, I can go ahead and call that store and get their general manager on the phone and they can explain to you how to properly do your job since clearly you're unprepared and you don't know how to do your job. You know, clearly driving that in. And then he's like, oh, well, I was like, no, no, don't worry. I was like, and I'm like pulled out my phone. I'm like pretending I'm going to call the store. And they're like, okay, it's okay. We'll, we'll go ahead and take your return. Which like, I was like, buddy, we could have saved 25 minutes if you were just been like, all right, cool, let's take it, you know? Like there was no way I was leaving right. there. I was leaving back with that couch. Well, because like, what are you gonna do with a couch that you can't move into your place? Exactly. I'm like, no, right? And I'm, I'm like, on. and I have my receipt, and they said go ahead. So, and that was a little Karen in me this week that uh, came out and uh, got my full refund, and currently on the prowl for for a new couch for for the office because uh, we've been decorating, and I I mean, in your absence, I've been decorating it with some stuff. Uh, can't wait to see. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's. I mean, you know, I'm a little biased, but I, I think it's going to look pretty fucking neat. I'm trying to mix it up, too. Not not too much, like, wrestling stuff. Uh, 
you know, because it's not, we're not just a wrestling podcast. We talk a lot of pop culture, a lot of other, other stuff. I know, well, one thing we talk about are, are toys. And I know you mentioned you, you bought yourself a pretty nice toy this weekend. Oh man. So I'm a pretty frivolous spender as most people that know me know, but there's been this one toy that's been eluding me for several years. Not because I can't find it, but because it's so expensive and I can't justify the purchase of it. So one of my favorite video games is Metal Gear Solid. And in the game, there's this character called uh, Gray Fox or Cyborg Ninja. And Reveltech, who makes like a line of super ultra posable toys, made a mini version. It's like four inches. But for some reason, this figure out of all their figures is like it can go up to like $250 on ebay Jeez. for a four inch figure Jesus. and i can't i can't i want it so bad and i can't justify it well recently there's been a bunch of listings for it at 150 and even then i'm like that's too much i can't do it i said i will do it at 120 so i made an offer to some seller and didn't reply and then eBay must know me. Their algorithm must have tracked my movements because they sent me an email and it literally said, how bad do you want this? And then it showed <laughs> me a listing of like other ones that were a little closer to my price range. And then there was one for 120, exactly what I was asking for. So I was like, fuck it, I'll buy it. So <clears throat> we were barbecuing last night and my wife had had a few drinks. I figured this is the perfect time to tell her about my purchase. <laughs> so... We're, you know, my brother's over there. He's he's basting some ribs, and we're throwing burgers and brats on the grill. And I said, "Hey, just wanted to let you know. Uh, I mean, kind of an expensive purchase. Uh, uh, I bought an action figure for one twenty. She's like, "What? I was like, "But don't worry, I like it a lot." <laughs> she's like, <laughs> "She's like, whatever." So, see, I, with this tiny, tiny package comes in, <laughs> I might be in trouble still. <laughs> so. See, I where I would have, I would have been like, "Listen, it's normally three. I got them down to 120, you know? Yeah. Like, so like, that's often how I would justify purchases like, like that. Like when to my parents where I'd be like, Oh, this was a uh, 400, but I got them down to one, you know, 120. And they'd be like, yeah. Oh, well look at the savings. Yeah. And in my head knowing like, no, 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 this item was 130, and I bought it on sale for 120, So I saved the whole, yeah. you know, $10, but that's good. They don't well, need to know that. No, they don't need to know that. No. Uh yeah, I'm I've been trying to buy some stuff for for the office too. Like I like I've I've, ta- I've told you about it where I'm like there's this uh there's this rug, the rug from The Shining that I've been wanting to get, but it's so confused. I don't know what's up with Amazon because it says uh expect delivery date like June 24th to July 17th. But then on the uh then like right underneath that says uh usually ships out within 7 to 10 days. So I'm just like, right. well, I'm like, w- which is it? Like a week or a month? Like, I, I don't know, you know, so. Which is it? The, stretch, the scratches or COVID? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, which is it? Huh? COVID or fucking, yeah. Um, but no, it's. Surface scratches. Yeah, surface scratches. So I'm I'm kind of hoping things go a little bit back to normal. I know, um, you know, the, the stay at home is extended a little bit here and. Yeah, it's you know I I'm luckily I'm one of the few people that can stay inside all day. I'm I'm a hermit, you know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm completely prepared for this. 
Yeah. Uh, you know what I wasn't completely prepared for? Uh, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch it or not. Do you, have you started watching more episodes of Dave? Mm-mm. Like, I, I think I'm at the point where there's so many episodes have passed by that now I'm intimidated to start it. Well, there's only which I shouldn't be. There's only ten episodes. Whole. I know. I should watch it. I mean, listen. You should watch it. There's there's one episode. I part- watched episode one. It, it get. I would definitely get into it because it's definitely it's definitely something you would like. Like, there's a specific episode about halfway through the season that deals with like mental health and yeah. It is it is the perfect way in which they deal with it. Like they don't they don't ever beat you over the head with like you know, it's it's not like I don't know It's not preachy. It's not preachy. No, you know, it's right. like they they address the issue, they show the issue, but it's never it's never one preachy and it's never on the nose. It's kind of just like you know, it's they address it and then it's like, Oh, Huh? Like I've never, I've never seen it addressed that way, and that's that's actually kind of a better way. Um, but this past this past week's episode, the this the season finale, holy shit! The first eight nine minutes, the first eight nine minutes of of this last episode are insane. I I compared it to like the first time that you watched the Red Wedding episode of Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. Really? Yeah, along with. The fir- the first time you saw the Avengers and there's that scene where all the superheroes show up at the end. And then they they do that circle pan. Yeah, you know, like it's yeah. just it is just like Ryan, uh friend of the show, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Friend of the show, Ryan Barkin, CEO of Pro Wrestling Tees, like he came up to me because I, I normally I watch him you know, every time they come out, he's like, Did you watch did you watch Dave this week? I was like, No, he goes, Fuck, you you need to watch it. You, see, you you gotta watch it. I, I, I can't even I can't even talk to you about this. And just like walked away, and I was like, oh no. I was like, was it bad? I was like, oh fuck. I knew it. You know, I'm like, oh. they fi- finally they have a bad episode, and quite right. quite the cr- contrary. No, this is literally probably the best episode they've put out. Like from beginning to oh. end, and like I know you, you it, it, the show ends with, with him doing this like really cool freestyle and I know you mentioned you saw him do like the freestyle and sway and stuff and I've mentioned the his mm-hmm. Tim Westwood one a chef's kiss a chef's kiss if if anything what you, you could just watch this last episode episode 10 because it's you know th- there's stuff that needs context there but you can kind of piece together everything you haven't but I mean to you and to anyone listening who has not started Dave 10 episodes about 20 25 minutes each awesome well i'll tell you what since you've given it such high praise my my pact to you is that by the next time we do a podcast i'll have watched two or three at the very least perfect because by the time you epi- listen episode three is a fucking crazy one as well uh yeah so i know once once you watch episode three by sheer like that i'll have watched all of them yeah, based yeah. On, based on what I'm, and I'm pretty sure it's up. Yeah, it's episode three. Based on episode three, it's almost as if they were like, "Huh, what episode would David stink and enjoy the most?" And they're like, "Ah, oh. you know." Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you guys go watch, go watch Dave if you guys already have it. Um, but we've we've been talking for a while now. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get into this week's uh, you know, this week's guest. We had Jonathan Bartlett on who. Uh, for those of you unaware, he designs all the uh, AEW event posters that we sell, along with all the other wrestling posters that we sell. <clears throat> he he just recently started doing some for WWE as well, and uh, 
you know, we we get into it on there, and he was super super fun interview. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, he went through a lot of stuff. Like uh, you'll hear how he got started with Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, some of the people he's worked with, he's he's worked with a lot of famous brands and people and uh, shows and movies. Uh, it was a great interview. And and you know we've said this a couple times about guests that we've done that like you know sometimes we think oh this will be like a, a quick half hour. You know we looked at the clock and an hour had already passed. So I mean there's there's a lot of meat in this episode. Um, but it was an easy it was an easy conversation and he was a great guest. So yeah and. Like, even after we stopped recording, we probably talked for, like, another 10 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which is always, that's always one of the fun things. You know, we mentioned that, like, uh, we had a previous episode with Ethan Page in which we, you know, we talked for about an hour and then maybe another, like, 20, 30 minutes afterwards. And yeah, that that's always the most fun, you know. And again, we mentioned, like, oh, well, we'll, we'll you know, we'll only do, like, a half hour. We don't want to, we don't want to take up too much of their time and, you know. No, I mean, for the most part, it's that it's just like, oh, shit, like an hour passed by. And then we were kind of both like, oh, we all got to kind of we all have stuff to do. So let's just let's call it here. But super fun interview. I'm excited for you guys to listen to it. Uh, so without any further ado, uh, this week's interview with Jonathan Bartlett. So some time ago, uh, much like almost every other day, Ryan, owner of Pro Wrestling Tees, We'll get mail, and if it's specifically addressed to him, I've learned uh, not to just open it, despite him saying, yeah, go ahead, just open it. I'll typically say, hey, Ryan, do you got mail from so-and-so? Well, there's one day, this was maybe about a year ago now, uh, giant tube comes in the mail, and I'm like, hey, you have this, and he's like, I have no idea what it is, just open it up. I'm like, all right, open it up, and it's this beautiful Cody poster. Like We're just looking at it, and we're like, holy shit. He's like, who who sent me this? I was like, I have no idea. Uh, and turns out it was Jonathan Bartlett, this week's guest. And now more than anyone at the shop, I'm familiar with his work because I'm the one who prints all the posters that uh, get shipped out here at Pro Wrestling Tees. And it's always one of my favorite things where he'll, he'll, he'll come up to me because we were a little unprepared the first time around where we're like, yeah, we should be fine with this much poster paper and... Boy, was it not. I, I spent a whole Saturday and half a Sunday just at the shop just printing these things out because we put them all, we put four separate posters out at once and they were just selling nonstop. Now I've, I'm a little smarter with it. Uh, but without further ado, let's get to the, the master artist himself, Jonathan Bartlett. Jonathan, how you doing? <laughs> I'm great. I, uh, I'm really happy to be here with you guys. That is uh, fascinating to hear the other side of that story. Because I've got my, you know, I'm like, I knew what I did mm-hmm. and I know Ryan saw it because he got in touch, but I didn't know, obviously, the, those details. So that was awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, like, because that, that'll be the thing, too, is that he's so busy for the most part. That, oh, yeah. Like, and I'm the one, again, who handles anything that's coming in, either FedEx, UPS, whatever. And okay. I'll go into his office and I'll tell him, hey, this came in. Do you want me to leave it in your office? And sometimes he's like, no, it's fine. Just leave it wherever. And then it's not until three other people go into his office and say, hey, this came in for you. That he's just like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll go get it. You know, and, <laughs> but with, you know, like with something like that, like when he opened up your poster and was just like walking around, just showing everyone. It was like, oh, like, shit, this is pretty cool. Because from time to time, people do just send things to the shop you know yeah 
but no that was that was pretty cool and like I, I believe you threw in another poster as well i believe it, might, it was like a a bruce lee one maybe yeah 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 that, yeah. that one too i i remember seeing that one and i was just like oh because it, like believe it or not this is you've done you've done a twilight zone poster one correct yeah I, yeah i had seen that one through like a friend or someone posting it and it was one of those things where it was like oh that's a that's a pretty cool poster and then you know when we started doing work with you i like going to your site i'm like oh let me let me check this guy's stuff and i was like oh shit i'm like it, i've seen that poster before so it was kind of funny it just came around full circle wow wow what do you know man that's um that's cool. They um you know when I sent that stuff, I was like uh, I I kind of it's gonna I mean I don't know if this is creepy or if it's if it's just <laughs> oh let's get creepy maybe, okay yeah. well it'll probably be a little creepy but it maybe it'll serve as mo- inspiration to other people. I mean you kind of alluded just with what you said like I just like this was totally self initiated like cold marketing. On my, or actually, it was a pitch for a project to Ryan on my own. But to figure out, and so like you know, normally you know when I'm selling myself to clients, I'm usually just emailing people. But I couldn't figure out Ryan's email. And for me, with this stuff, I was like, well, if I want to really get their attention, get his attention, I should like you got to wow him with the big like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to sound. You know, I'm I'm a humble person, but like I know, like if you can just see the work in person at scale it, it'll make you at least say wow that's like it's it's big you can't not look at it because it's big and so anyway i had to figure out i was like I, I did some uh i found i found the address of the shop which isn't hard but i did some street this is the creepy part i did like some street view like like uh <laughs> scouting to be like is this actually gonna make it there and like and then you guys actually have did you probably know i don't know if you do know this you guys on on the street google street view if i'm remembering correctly you all have one of those where you can like enter the shop and look around like there's there's like like yeah, a little virtual tour yeah. yeah like they do that with some businesses where they're like you're like looking at a bar on in new york city and it's like like go in the store, go in, and like they have the 360 view of in this in the bar, or whatever. Anyway, they have that, and so I was like looking around the inside of the shop and could see like where uh, his office was. I was his office was, and honestly, I was like, all right, it's small enough. He's probably gonna, he has to see this. Like it can't get lost. You know what I mean? Like oh, right. he's gonna have like the 15th lost. floor of a building somewhere. Yeah, right. So I was like, okay. Well, he'll, he'll at least have to see it, I think. <laughs> and so uh, apparently, then though it took uh, it took you, the gatekeeper of all things mail, to make sure that. <laughs> well, I I can tell you this much that he was so happy, like when you know when he opened it up and saw it, that like we sent a pic, he took a picture of it and sent it to Cody, because. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, I I specifically oh. remember him just opening. He's like, "Holy shit!" He's like, "What is this?" And you know, you know, it's a lot of times it's him asking me what this is. I was like. I don't know, brother. It's your mail, but I <laughs> I do remember that you know holding it up so we can send it over onto to Cody. Wow, that's cool. He sent me a picture too, and he's like, "Check this poster out." And I was like, "Dude, that's so sick." He was. He, I'll tell you, like, you know, when it comes to like artists marketing themselves, that is like a really good plan, especially when you know you can get it in the person's hand. Because like so often like you see something on a screen and, and a lot of times people could just like dismiss it, but like 
seeing it in person, he was very impressed. It was the right move to do. Wow. I I appreciate the vote of confidence there. And yeah, no, but you're right. Like it is. So, I mean, we're so uh, geared or or we're conditioned, you know, you see something on the screen, you just click, even if you like, you're still clicking to the next thing or whatever it is. So yeah, I, I'm so fascinated by hearing this all. Um, because yeah, that's really cool. Honestly, I was shocked. I remember it was about, it was like at this point now, it's about a year and a half or something ago, but anyway, it was like kind of right before Thanksgiving and he, uh, Ryan, I guess I, I sent a letter. So with those posters, I, there was a letter in there that was like basically the sales pitch where I was like, you know, I do movie posters, but like, we sh- why are we doing wrestling posters? This is where it's at. Let's do this. And, and, um, and, you know, I was just like, you know, if you want to just email me, which seems so like archaic, like I, li- I like sent a letter and said, email me because <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't figure out his email. So I was like, I, I can't. What am I going to do? Uh, and so but then he did like it was it must have been very quickly because I got an email from him. I was like, holy shit, I did not expect to hear that quickly or necessarily at all. And um yeah, I was I was really amazed at how how the ball got rolling so fast. Well, we used to do posters before, maybe like um, two year, yeah, two years before we used to do posters. We had a giant, uh, like a a printer that was supposed to also do stuff with canvas, but it was one uh, when they came and gave us a machine, they never properly taught anyone. They taught one guy who left, so. Okay. For the most part, it was like, all right, we can figure this out for the most part. Like, it's it's similar to uh, to the printers we use for the T-shirts, and okay, we can kind of figure it out. Um, but there were different posters, and they just I don't they weren't as popular because I know. Well, and they were more like photographs. Yeah, they they were just that. They were, well, they were less art. There were photographs, okay. and you know, we also had the cap- the capability of doing canvas, but maybe four of those sold. Like, it wasn't. It, it just wasn't as popular, you know? And then mm-hmm. that's why I remember when he told me, he's like, oh, we're going to, you know, he's like, I have this new printer. We're going to use it to, to sell these posters. And I was like, I mean, I'm like, these are cooler. But just based on how much we sold last time, I was like, Prob- I probably won't even get to touch this thing. And yeah. I, I believe it was the Cody, uh, it was the Cody, Bucks, and Kenny one. that It was like the first three ones that dropped. Yeah. So those are like the first three that dropped, and I literally remember coming in, like coming into the shop, and just them handing me a stack of invoices. This thing was <laughs> about as thick as a double quarter pounder, and what? and they're like, "Here you go," and literally just having to dedicate like that whole Saturday, because you know from time to time we come in on the weekends, but just having to dedicate that whole Saturday to like just printing these posters. And uh, yeah, I mean it was it was crazy for us at least, you know, because again, me being the poster guy. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, well, last time they didn't really sell that much, but no, <laughs> this time I was like, oh, we are, we, yeah, these things are flying. Whenever I'm in the shop, I just see the like posters just coming off the machine <laughs> and like collecting, and then you know, he's we had to make like a special station for Birdo where he's got like all his poster tubes. Uh, he's got the printer set up high so the prints will drop properly. It's a really nice setup, oh, cool. specifically cool. for your posters. So. Wow, wow, that's uh, I mean, 
I don't know. I feel I'm I'm humbled by the fact that that I I mean I can see roughly how money you're moving every month because of you know how how it all works. But yeah, I don't know the number. I just see uh, like you know how much I'm making basically. I'm like, well, more sold. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 cool, man. That's that's really nice to hear. And you're right about those early ones. And it's funny if if I you know since we're telling basically we're we're kind of piecing a story together here, like stuff I know, stuff you guys know. And so for, on my end, what the what happened or what the idea was was so I did that poster of Cody 100% for Ryan. I mean for this idea like i may i was like okay i want to pitch up this post this project but or, or it's not even a project i want to like pitch to ryan that we should be selling posters like just do it like indefinitely but i don't have i hadn't i had no i had no wrestling art so my background is like i mean i'm a wrestling a fan of wrestling and i kind of got back into it more serious i mean seriously you know Serious and wrestling is kind of a funny thing to put together. Yeah. Uh, like with with um, I actually started caring again about it. I don't know, maybe at this point now, maybe five years ago. But anyway, and then um, so I wasn't like making anything related to wrestling, but I was doing movie posters, and then that, and then so then I'm getting back into the to watching uh, this stuff, and that's when I was like, oh, we could do, do wrestling version. Like, there's tons of events and people and blah blah blah, but I had nothing. And so I made that Cody poster uh, specifically to try to convince Ryan that it would be a good idea. So I only had that one piece of art uh, for the market. And then thankfully it got his attention and he got in touch. And so then I was able to say, okay, cool, here's my idea. And that is we do a series of these for all of the elite guys um, for all in. What I like is like match posters, and he agreed. And well, first then he was like, "Well, we got to do a Young Bucks first because if they don't, if they don't think this, if they don't like it, or if they don't think this is a good idea, then it'll never happen." Because base, you know, like without their blessing, the at, you know, like the independent, like they drive the market basically. Right. So I was like, okay. Uh, so that one, that one came next. But here's the funny thing: it was happening right around between Thanksgiving and Christmas and um, the Bucks approved off of the sketch, which is great. And so then it was off to the races because I had to do all of the elite guys before the end of the year, um, which now we can talk about because it's all happened, but because all the contracts were running out and they were going to announce all elite wrestling or maybe, yeah. Did they announce AEW or did they announce they, all? I did think, they announce all out first? No, they announced all elite. Uh, no. It was that video oh, where yeah. they all announced all elite, and then Hangman was the one who announced uh, double or nothing. Double or nothing. Okay, okay. Yeah. so that's what it was. So they were they were the contracts were running out. So he was like, "We've got to get this stuff up for sale by January first, or like copyright, yada yada yada." So I was crushing it over like right up like seriously like over Christmas I was just like banging out these these because it was like four or five posters at once. Um, it was seriously down in the wire, and I turned them into him like right before uh, the new year. So it was it was a bit of a haul right at the beginning to get like this set out, but thankfully we did. 
and they had, I mean, a good reaction and then everybody was comfortable continuing on as it's all expanded. Well, and then from then you ended up doing all the event posters, which have been pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we've expanded off of that. I mean, you've done some like pretty big legends for us. Um, like for me personally, one of my favorite ones, like the first time I saw it, I was like, this is like the dopest poster was, uh, the Hitman poster. Oh, cool. Where he's <laughs> yeah. got his he's got his back to you and he's got all the laser sights on his back. I was like, this is like the sickest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun. It, it's a it's a trip, and you guys probably I mean, you guys probably are uh used to this yourselves at this point with all the people who come through the store and uh Stank. I mean, dude, you're the guy that you're branding AEW. I mean, that like you're you're <laughs> like you're like the uh the high uh i don't even know the the peak of the the mountain but um <laughs> like getting uh hearing not directly but basically ryan just being like hey brett likes it or hey um who else did he tell me specific well or you know or like cody or the bucks or any of them like hey the wrestler really likes the art hey they really like your t-shirt design it's like for me hearing that you know it's, it's like damn that's cool as shit like Brad Hart saw that and he, I mean, he had to approve it, but he was like, yeah, I'm into it. I like it. It's like, that's like the coolest part. Um, well, cause it's gotta be a little different than designing, say like a movie or like a, like a book cover or something like with a movie, you don't know if like the actual star saw it, you know what uh, I mean? But when it comes with wrestling, this is someone, you know, that you maybe have grown up seeing on TV and maybe idolized for a little bit. And then now they've personally seen something you created and said, I love this. So yeah. yeah, Like for me, that that's always like the, one of the biggest perks of the job is like, wow, this, this guy that like I looked up to says you you get like this little bit of validation that like you don't necessarily get many other places, you know? Yeah, no, you're totally right. It's exactly what it is. There's something about it. That's like, uh, sort of like ground level where like like you're saying there's other markets stuff that especially the things that i work in like you there's always like the third party or the middleman or the whatever design agency or whoever and then you never hear from i mean honestly like it's rare that i even like when I'm doing editorial work if i'm doing a magazine story or something like the author barely ever even acknowledges the fact that you made art for their story but and when they do it's like oh that's really nice of you like thank you you know so take that feeling and amplify it by like you know pseudo celebrity wrestler that you mm-hmm. thought was like the coolest thing as you like were a kid you're like whoa that's fascinating <laughs> so you mentioned that you'd you'd fallen out with wrestling cuz i mean it's I think for the most part, uh, it happens like, uh, you know, you're super into wrestling. And then, I mean, from personal experience and with most of my friends, it's typically like, oh, hey, uh, girls are now in the picture. So you kind of just, you know, wrestling falls a little bit by the wayside, uh, you know. Um, so what, what was your story? Because, like, it's – and I've told the story umpteen times. But, like, with me, it's a little different because I – I didn't get into wrestling until I was about 12, 11 or 12. And then never, never really fallen out with wrestling. It's always kind of just like, oh, okay, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll check in via, via podcasts to kind of talk about it or like the dirt sheets. But what, what took you out and then what brought you back in? Because it's always, to me, it's always interesting, especially when people come back into wrestling 
now because there's yeah. there's just so much more of it but it's uh i was just finding interesting what what was it that that brought you back well i'll tell you it's a great question and it's so funny because it's one one person uh i mean and not not, not like a name drop <laughs> like my best friend this like one of my best friends um is the reason that i got into wrestling to begin with which was back i mean i'm 30 shit how old am i 36 am i 36 so anyway like the the i i was getting into it right around the late the mid 90s late 90s uh mid 90s so you know just pre-attitude era and then attitude era and all that that was like my prime right i didn't i, I did not watch when i was a young kid like a tiny like a like a, um you know 10, 11. I, didn't, I wasn't watching that. It was when I moved to a new state when my parents, my dad, you know, got a new job. We moved and I met new friends and this, my buddy, this, he was like, Hey, we watch, we watch wrestling every, we, every month for the pay-per-view you should come over. And that's how I got into it. And then it was just a fun thing to do with friends, whatever. And honestly, I was actually thinking about this a lot recently. I don't know why I really stopped other than what you said, like, I guess, quote unquote girls came into the picture because I went to college and it just, I, it wasn't even something I thought about when I got to college. I just didn't even think, Oh, I'm not watching wrestling anymore. It just didn't happen. Um, so that's why I kind of stopped. Like I moved away from those, that crew that would get together and watch it, but we all stayed close friends. So anyway, fast forward a billion years and I'm, I live in New York city I've been living here for a while, but so just for the people to give reference point here, I'm living in Brooklyn and that same friend who, I mean, he's been my best friend this whole time, but, uh, you know, wrestling wasn't the, the root of our friendship. Anyway, he's like, now we're adults and we have disposable income. And he's like, yo, SummerSlam is going to be in the, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn this year. And this was like five years ago. He's like, that's literally down the street from your apartment. He's like, dude, let's do that. Let's go. Come on, fuck it. Let's go. Excuse me. Can I can I squeeze swear on this? I'm sorry about that. Language, young like, man. Like no, a, you can curse. Like a goddamn sailor. <laughs> okay. He's like, he's like, fuck it. Let's go. Come on. Let's just do it. It'd be a fun weekend. I was like, and I hadn't watched wrestling for years. I didn't. I mean, I know, you know, you know what's happening a little bit. Just like, oh, I know who John Cena is. But uh, yeah, so so I was like, that'd be fun. Screw it. Let's go. And so. Next thing you know, SummerSlam is at Bar Brook in Brooklyn for like three or four years in a row. So then we start going every year. From there, you can't help but then tune into the network. And then it just the snowball starts rolling. Um, and so that's what kind of pulled me back in is the, the opportunity to go to a live event. And my same friend instigating it like he did when I was young. And then, I don't know, because of the internet, and all that stuff, you start learning about indie wrestling, and then you're listening to Jericho's podcast, and now you're like, Young Bucks? Elite? Who? What? What is this? And then, I don't even, yeah, just like, that's kind of it. It just all happened organically like that. It's funny that you mentioned that summer, the SummerSlam in Brooklyn, because I, I went to that one. I'm actually sitting. Oh, really? So I'm actually sitting in the chair that I got from that event. Uh you know, oh, if you, so if you sit ringside, they give you the, you know, the chairs or whatever. Yeah. I did not sit ringside. So the story was uh, friend of the show, Stupid Michael and uh, his wife, they sat 
second row, I believe, right behind Randy Orton's family and like Stephanie McMahon or whatever. Wow. And I had, because the night prior we'd gone to that takeover and that was where like, I, I splurged and I was like, no, 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 I want a nice ringside seat. Uh, and so, you know, I was like with SummerSlam, I'm like, it's going to be a good show. I'm like, but I, and especially from, because that was my first time at the Barclays. So I was like, all right, I can kind of tell that pretty much any seat is going to be fine. And I had like a, a nice seat somewhere in the middle section. So like probably a, a match or two before the show's ending or no the match right before it was right before i believe randy and brock was the main event um okay yeah so right before that um i'm texting uh my buddy's wife i'm like hey um where where do i meet you guys afterwards because we were both on complete opposite ends and uh she gets back to me as soon as the match is over she's like i'll oh, come meet us over here i'm like all right walk over there and she just walked, and they have, you know, their their fancy chairs. She walks up to me, gives me her ticket, says, go down there and tell them they forget to give you your seat. I'm <laughs> like, what? She goes, the, the whole first row, it's all comp seats. She goes, it was all, like, wrestlers' families. She's like, they're not going to take any of the seats. So I walk down there. I, I, I spot one lady, and I just fake lose it. I'm like, hey, man, what the fuck? She's like, excuse me? I was like, I just went to the bathroom. I asked the security guard if I could, if I could take... Uh, my chair with me and he said no it's okay go to the bathroom come back i was like but my chair is gone i was sitting right here and like, i showed her the ticket and she's like oh i was like well i was like come on man i was like what's going on i'm like i, I asked this guy for a purpose otherwise i would have just held it in and i was like come, come on man i was like what and she's like don't worry about it just gives me a chair she's like here you go i was like i'm sorry you know i'm samantha i was like i'm sorry for yelling i just she's like no 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 it's fine and i'm walking up the stairs mortified that someone's just gonna like put their hand on my shoulder and go nice try buddy give me back that chair <laughs> but no I, I i even as i'm walking out the barclay center i'm convinced like oh no they're in on it and security's at the door no i just walked right out with, that's with the funny chair. that's a yeah and i I've, I've contemplated trying it more than once but i'm like you know what flu i was like i don't want to i don't want to be icarus you know flying yeah no, 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 no but yeah that, that was a fun show like that that whole weekend because I what? so wait wait you're sitting on here. What can you? What year was it? I, I can't remember what I'm, I keep saying. Oh, it was like four or five years ago that I started, but it was definitely. So what year? What's on the chair? What's it say? Uh, it was the year with Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, so it was, it was that one, and it was like I, I believe that would have been my first time in New. No, that was my second time in New York. I'd, I'd gone up there once before um for the new york comic-con i i have this giant kevin smith tattoo on my leg and they were doing uh they have a show comic book man and they did some sort of like hey we have this podcast bus why should you be on the bus and i literally just like tweeted out a picture of the tattoo on my leg and they were like <laughs> you won uh yeah yeah but yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely remember that that year SummerSlam though as, as well as the takeover and i believe we went back for the next year um but I know recently when with Mania was up there, uh, were you involved in all all those fun activities? Because everyone knows New York, everything they put everything right next to each other, so it's so easy to just travel <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, right, right. Um, I did not do any of the. I didn't. I had Mania is too big for me and too big for my wallet. Um, but yeah, those those years with the Summer Slams, I, you know. So again, I was just getting back into it, so. That was the other thing. I I don't I don't want to say I regret, but I do feel like I lost. I missed my opportunity to like experience NXT because I didn't I didn't know anything about that. 
And even my buddy who he had kind of kept lukewarm tabs on what was going on in wrestling. He was, he kept saying, yeah, they do this. They do this like other show. It's, and it's cheap. And you, dude, it's great wrestling. And we're just like, what is, I don't, I don't have the bandwidth for this. Like, ah, okay, what, whatever. But little, you know, again, once you start getting back into it, getting back in, you start really learning about this stuff. And like, I wasn't hip to NXT until like maybe the, a, a couple of years back when I was kind of paying attention again or truly believed in what it was. And so like, I miss out on all that myself, but, um, but man, just like, you know, it's so funny going to wrestling shows, like, cause actually now I have been, I've been, I went to, um, oh gosh, full gear. Mm-hmm. So, eight, uh, AEW's full gear. Um, so I'd say the past number of years I've been to like maybe four or four, five or five or six wrestling shows maybe six or seven and it's 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 so funny with the wwe like certain definitely it's um the matches are you know it's fun but like part of it's just being in the building you know Mm -hmm. and just like the spectacle of all that and then now that i'm thinking about it like full gear was just it was like just wonderful to watch the wrestling um yeah, I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent now that I'm thinking, no, but no, you're fine. Uh, you know, so I so it was like just fun to be in the building. I was I almost wasn't even worried about what I was seeing in a way, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you you. It's just nice being part of the crowd, especially during a WWE thing, because normally, you know, they're bigger crowds generally. But like, um, yeah, like I noticed that my brother was just getting into wrestling, like right when AEW started doing pay per views and he would just kind of like roll his eyes at like some WWE stuff and not, not hating on them, but like, you know, to him, it was still the same thing as what we watched in like the eighties. And he kind of dismissed it as, you know, like theater with like guys in underwear. And then I actually took him to an AEW pay-per-view. I can't, I can't, Oh, it was all out. And he was actually watching, but he was like drunk, but he was (laughs) like, wow, this is crazy. Like they're, they're doing like a Canadian destroyer off the top of a ladder. <laughs> so like, this is ridiculous. So yeah, like it's weird seeing someone that's not traditionally a wrestling fan. And like, I mean, even WWE now with NXT and stuff, you start, you're starting to see wrestlers do more work rate type matches and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. seeing lapsed fans watch stuff like, I didn't know this was stuff that they did, you know? Yeah, no, totally. Um, I mean, I would put myself in that category too. I wasn't like, I didn't, I didn't have those opinions of it all, but like, I definitely was not, you know, I was certainly behind the curve on what was happening in independent wrestling, which, and find it so, so exciting and fascinating now. I mean, for the past few years now, uh, yeah. I mean, it's funny too, because like, you know, my, like if a friend or yeah, if like friends will, they see that I've been posting so much about wrestling art and they're just like wow like wow that's cool like what and you, you almost feel like how am I, how can i explain that this is it's so different now it's not just like hogan hulk hogan and uh andre the giant anymore you know i mean clearly <laughs> it's just like it's right. totally different and you i don't know you, you just kind of don't it's, but it's also not like a, a garbage man fighting a plumber <laughs> right 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 like right. A, a voodoo guy yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. speaking of wrestlemania uh, yeah. <laughs> you just you just announced a collaboration with WWE. You you went over to the enemy, and uh, but no, that's I, what this podcast is about. We're ambushing yeah. you. 
<laughs> is this are you outing me because like yeah. I, I have gotten those questions <laughs> you know like are you now are you just like not doing and i'm like dude i'm i'm a self-employed person come on yeah no no i mean we're completely happy for oh, you. I know like, you do. I, yeah yeah these are great posters. You did like a whole series of like WrestleMania uh, posters, pretty much in the same style that we've been do- we've been doing at Pro Wrestling Tees. Which um, is- how did that come about? Yeah. Um, Which re- re- really quick, Stank. Do you remember? Because uh, Stank and I will typically throughout the week we'll talk trying to see like, all right, what what time should we schedule this interview or that? When when they put out those posters, I was like, dude. Did you see? They're fucking. They're ripping Jonathan off. I'm like, yes. Oh, no. I, I call. Like, yeah. As we're, they I, totally aped his style, and then we found out it was yeah. I was like so angry for you, probably for like the, oh. the whole day. Where I was like, man, I was like, why wouldn't they just like try to hire the Get guy? The guy. And then I think, <laughs> yeah. And then I think like I put two and two together, and was like, oh, okay, no. I'm like, it is the the, the same person. But sorry, I just the real deal. That, that no, specifically, no. I was. I remember being angry for you that I was like, how dare they? I'm like, why don't they yeah, just ask him? He sent me a picture. I was like, dude, that looks just like his art. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I mean, you guys couldn't be nicer. That's awesome. I appreciate that. I really do. That's that's awesome. I mean, because, you know, people that uh, – not the WWE would do that, but, like, that happens to people yeah. all the time. Not necessarily me per, that I can recall, but like, you know, artists get, they're like, well, why didn't you just hire the person that actually does that thing? And it's actually absolutely aggravating in, uh, you know, the, our industry. But, um, but thankfully it was actually me. <laughs> um, but it is funny. Cause I just to address like the jokes on at the top here is like, it's funny. Cause I am getting not a lot, but there's like a group of, I guess, people who keep an eye on, keep an eye out for the, the artwork, which is, I'm very grateful for. I'm very, very humble by everybody that buys it, but, and especially anybody that tells me they bought it or whatever. It's just really like, it's, it's nice. But, um, that they're, they were like, oh no, like, are you not doing AEW anymore? Are you not doing this? Are you only doing that? And like tagging, like, Cody Rhodes in it maybe or something and it's like damn man like it's like they're snitching on you yeah and like, I know they're no mean to whatever but so there's first of all that but then second of all like just to say like the only this pandemic has effed me up and like if I had the only reason there hasn't been a double or nothing poster yet is because I have an eight month old at home as well as a, a full-time working wife and I'm a full-time working person and it's really challenging to fit everything in. So just to clear the air, if there, if, if we don't have an AEW poster this time, it's not because I'm not able to do, or I'm not doing them. Um, as long as everybody's still cool with me. So on that note, how did it happen? Honestly, um, you found Vince McMahon's address. You sent a poster <laughs> to him. You did a street view. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I street viewed his house. I street viewed his mansion. I made sure I was like, no, Vince will see this. He'll definitely see this. <laughs> you did a you did a drone drop right into his pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's fucking hilarious, actually. Let's you know what? Actually, let's just go with that. That's what happened. <laughs> um, and then he didn't get it, so you had to send it to, to uh, what's his name? To Triple H, and then that's when the ball got rolling. <laughs> you know it is a lot more boring to be honest but um honestly i just uh so i've done so much i mean for me so much artwork wrestling related artwork 
in what I'll say a short period of time, which is like basically about a year, year and a half, so much so that um, it was really kind of dominating like my social media. And if I posted, if I had put every single one of the pieces that I do, including t-shirts up on my website, it would just be completely wrestling. And while that's cool, that's not the only thing, that's not all I do. I do a ton of work that relate to other markets and are not dudes in with no shirts on. And like, I can't, you know, it's my sales, my website's my sales pitch. So I can't just let that be there. And so I put together a completely, uh, excuse me, I'm getting tongue tied. I made a new website that was exclusively my wrestling work and, and kind of branded it, um, sort of half, half assed branded it with a name. And it's like based. So it's like, here's a website of the, the wrestling poster guy, I guess I'll say. Um, and so because that's out there, uh, and I have friends who work at the WWE that were always like, man, this is so wonderful. It'd be great if you guys, if you did work with us, um, one thing led to another and like my, that website, I think just got passed to their merchandising team. And then it was just as boring as getting emails, you know, it wasn't like sending posters and fun. It was just like. Hey, we saw this. We and then you know they they're like, oh yeah, we 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 knew this work. We know your work. I'm like, do you though? You know, like maybe you see it around, maybe not. But um, yeah, and it just kind of led to a conversation with them, and um, so that's how I got hooked up. And really, the WrestleMania it was it was obviously before Mania, and um, I will say this: the one thing that we can't or the one the one difference between the WWE and then like working with independent wrestling is the WWE has history. It has a longer history, let me say. Right. A store a storied history if you will. And so the opportunity with WWE is actually a little different where like I we can do I I have the opportunity as an artist to explore like the past Whereas with independent wrestling, it's exciting because you're kind of you're working for the now, and yeah. um, so that was you know, and they own the rights to like events and moments, and so it's like literally work that could not be done anywhere else. Um, getting to do like those legendary WrestleMania moments, and so um, that was my pitch to them. Once I got on the phone, I was like, "Hey, this is what I think we we could do. That would be great." And um, and yeah, and then it kind of came together. I think you should be able to leverage that into getting, you know, we were talking about you not getting to WrestleMania. You, you should get WrestleMania tickets out of that. So <laughs> that was, you know, funny enough about like some of this, uh, which like with, okay. Yes, I would. That's, that is part of one of my goals. <laughs> First of all, let me answer that directly. That's definitely a goal. Uh, I was goddamn this fucking virus, man. I was really trying to pitch for like, like those posters were supposed to be sold at Access, mm-hmm. but because obviously that didn't happen, Access didn't happen. That didn't happen, and so my thing was like, let's do it. Like you're gonna sell them at Access. Like you should have, you should fly me down there. We should uh, do. I don't know. We should do a signing, even though no one gives a shit. <laughs> you know, like get a get get the Undertaker to sign a few of those things. Let me. And I was like, maybe I can meet the Undertaker. <laughs> Smart. Uh, you know, it all just fell away. So this whole thing was just trying to get mania tickets, to be honest. But um, yeah, 
Which is honestly half the thing, half of what I'm trying to do with AEW too. I'm like, maybe, maybe I can get uh, comp tickets to the show. But which is funny. Well, I could go on so many tangents about AEW. We should talk about them a little more specifically then. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, I I remember uh, it was C2E2 about maybe not the one uh, the convention around here that we do. It was like two years ago, uh, and. Or right on whenever those posters drop. But I remember people bringing those posters like up to the wrestlers. And I know I primarily work with CM Punk. And that year it was CM Punk and Marty Scroll right next to me. Okay. And there were so many people that were bringing up those posters. And like seeing Punk's reaction, like Marty's reaction, where they're just like, whoa, holy shit, like what's this? And they're just like staring at it. And they're like, oh man, like this is so cool. Like I think uh, that that's always nice to see. You know, like I cl- clearly, this is something someone worked on very hard, not just like half-assed through together. Because um, mm-hmm. again, with me looking at those prints so much, there's a lot of things where it's like I look at, you know, in the background and just the smaller things where I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, that's oh, look, that's Raymond Serial's mask in the background. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I know, and I mean, me being from Chicago and CM Punk being one of my favorites. I know that one's one of my favorites, but like even in uh, Stank and I's studio, like we have some of the pieces hanging signed by the wrestler. So definitely, d- definitely think, definitely think we have to get your autograph on those too. Whenever, whenever <laughs> yeah, for you, sure. you run through town. Yeah, that well, that's awesome. I, that's really cool to hear uh, the reaction and how people. I do, it, I do get a real kick out of when it doesn't happen. It's not a lot, like, but inevitably one or two people will like tag me or notify me and then we'll show it'll be like the poster is signed by people or them with a picture with the wrestler and it's just like man that's so cool because um i mean i'm not i'm just a fan but like it's awesome that like they're getting like you're somebody's getting something out of it that's Mm -hmm. you know i mean like you did something you know you guys know all about that i mean you do something for a lot of people with like all the stuff that you guys do personally tease like it's really honestly it's like really nice to see that and like feel good about it um for those people so i love hearing that uh from your perspective um shit i was gonna say something else and i totally forget (laughs) that's most of this podcast with yeah (laughs) that's our mo uh that's funny yeah i i hate when that happens oh it's the worst it's the worst so are there oh you go ahead No, no you go ahead you mentioned, you know, creating a separate website for your uh, pro wrestling endeavors, um, but you have like a pretty vast catalog of stuff you've done. I mean, you've worked with like Mondo, which, you know, everyone knows, um, but like you've also done like Ralph Lauren, Playboy, <laughs> uh, the New York Times. Um, and so like on your on your website, BartlettStudio.com, um, you know, you got a lot of the artwork that you've done. What are some of the favorite uh, non-wrestling related projects you've worked on? Oh, um, that's a great question. Well, I'll say the working with, um, well, like you mentioned Ralph Lauren, that was that project, which I, is on there somewhere. I don't, it was a few years ago now. So let me actually look at my website. Um, that was a really cool project because what it was, what ended up happening, I got commissioned by the, um, one of their sub brands, which 
consequently, it doesn't actually exist anymore. So clearly this project worked very well for them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so like they had a brand called Denim and Supply um, a number of years ago. And so I got asked to, they had a store in kind of in the center of, um, in the Union Square area of Manhattan, which is just like a prominent, popular location, like sort of lower middle, like midtown, but lower and all the trains go to uh, Union Square. And so it's just high traffic, very popular location in Manhattan. And they have, they had their flagship store there and it was this huge ass building on a corner. So it had two sides um, and they wanted me to design a mural that they were going to cover the building with, completely cover the building with this, with my art. So if you can imagine, like, I don't know, it was like a two story, um, you know, corner building in man in the middle of Manhattan with my work completely painted up on it was just like a mind blowing experience to have that happen. Um, and on top of that, I was given a lot of, it was completely free to do. I mean, they, they were, they were certainly approving the art, but I was given a lot of freedom of what I was going to make because they, the sales pitch or like the marketing pitch was they were partnering with artists. And so they wanted the artist's vision. You know, they weren't like, Hey, we're trying to sell jean jackets. So can you make a piece of art about jean jackets? They were like, what's the artist's vision. We're going to sell your vision as shows that we're, our brand is very cool and hip and we're into the arts and yada, yada, yada. So that was a, crazy crazy experience getting to design the mural for that building and then what ended up coming with it was t-shirt designs actually funnily enough um that they then sold so there's some ralph lauren shirts being sold and my art was all throughout the store and they had this huge party reveal of the whole thing and they i did not thankfully have to paint the mural they hired a professional company that does that kind of thing which is uh, that skill is like beyond anything I can even comprehend, like photorealistic copying of whatever you hand them, painting it on the side of a building is just like unreal. Had some scaffolding. <laughs> yeah, like it's nuts. And in the middle of winter, too, this was happening. This was like in the middle of winter 2016 or something like that. And like it was just awesome. So that project was really cool. Um I mean, really, really cool. That changed a lot for me. My exposure was like off the charts there. Yeah, I, I had a similar experience with uh, Double or Nothing. So, you know, like we did all the branding for the pay-per-view and like all the graphics and stuff. And then also for a lot of the advertisement on the MGM Grand. And they ended up doing this like, it had to be like a hundred foot tall poster you know that I designed, and then they put it up on like the side of the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Yeah, and just going there and just seeing it, I was like, "Holy crap!" And like, you know, like as an artist, I'm sure you know you've had a lot of the same experience. You know, you're sitting in your living room or your your office or your den or whatever, and you're just imagining this thing that I was doodling at my home computer is now in Las Vegas or or wherever. Yeah, and now. The, hundreds of thousands of people are seeing it and that's like the biggest trip you know oh yeah i think that it absolutely is but that's awesome i mean you you're you should be really proud of that um i mean all the so just like uh, i'm you know i get to say as an artist but like really as just a person that sees this stuff like all the branding for aew the the logo itself 
all the like the double or nothing logo and the pay-per-view logos they're so nice and like to be the person that does that i mean it's cool that you're calling out like you got you were in vegas and getting to see like the po- like um the stuff like large on the side of a building that's cool but like man dude like why you turn on tv every wednesday and it's, yeah, it's a little it's, trippy it's, everything and you're just like man i just like made that on my computer at pw at approaching tees i i mean i assume um that's just i think it's awesome that um i think that's really awesome yeah i mean i was going so like you know before we got on here i was i was going through like your your website i was i was looking at uh i gotta say like one of my favorite pieces of your art that's not wrestling related is that mr rogers piece you did oh yeah cool it's like to me like that's the thing about being an artist. One is you want it to look good. You want it to look cool. Right. But you also want to capture whatever the subject is about. And like, to me, you know, for those of you that obviously can't see on the podcast, you know, he's got, a, he's got a portrait of Mr. Rogers, but like somehow you conveyed imagination <laughs> onto art. Like he, you know, he's got like doodles around him, but it's, it's the childlike nature of Mr. Rogers. And like, I'm a huge Mr. Rogers fan. So that really caught me, but, um yeah i mean i get to do a lot of cool stuff but you've you've worked with like like Bruno just said you know we saw those uh wrestlemania posters and we we're like hey that that looks like his art or you know we've seen stuff and then we realized it was you like for me especially one of those was uh you did some art for like stranger things too that i saw and then when i saw it on your website i was like oh you did that too Holy crap. <laughs> uh, yeah 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 that's true i guess there i mean it is it is um it's funny i don't you know you don't especially right now i like have no time to look backwards a bit and like reflect mm-hmm. on it all but like you're right like it is like you realize you kind of like been around and and some and you your art's been in places and like you don't think about it you just do it but um mm-hmm. it's fascinating to hear how because you don't know how like you don't know who sees it and when they see it or how they see it necessarily um but I mean, just like close your eyes and like imagine yourself as an as like uh, I don't know like a a sixty year old man, and you're gonna be like in um, I don't know maybe you'll stop by like a Goodwill or something, and you're gonna pull off like a shirt. You're gonna be like, holy shit! I designed this shirt when I was thirty, and it's gonna yeah. be there. You're like, wow! I mean, it's just gonna like little stuff like that. It's like. I don't know. It kind of like blows your mind a bit, you know. Well, well, that's like the nice flip side of being an artist, right? Because like, I don't know about you, but I, I know like a lot of my artist friends and myself as well. There, you know, there's times where you're really confident. You're like, I'm nailing this stuff, and I know what I'm doing, and I'm good, and that's great. But there's also the times that like a lot of people don't see is where, you know, you're wallowing in self doubt, <laughs> and you're like. <laughs> One of, one of these days, these guys are going to realize I'm a fraud and I don't belong here. <laughs> or yeah. no one's looking at this and it's going to be a big failure. And, like, you know, a lot of artists go through, like, um, you know, I don't belong here. What am I doing? And they yeah. themselves. But when you, when you actually look back at the body of work, especially someone like you that's got, like, such a wide, you know, swath of, of art, you say, you know what, I, I actually did good. And, like, for us like a big theme of our show is because this is how our show started was if you just want to do it, just go out and do it. Take the plunge. If you got to take an L and lose, that's mm-hmm. fine. At least you did it. And like just your story specifically with wrestling stuff, you took 
that chance and you said, I'm going to do a little research. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to send this Cody poster out. And that led to you doing the elite stuff, which led to you doing pay-per-view posters, which led to you doing WrestleMania stuff. I mean, yeah. and all it takes is that little, the little thing of I'm going to look out for myself and I'm going to invest in myself. And, you know, to me, that's like one of those are always like the greatest stories, you know? Yeah. that I mean, it is, um, it's so true. It's so easy to like, really <clears throat> to not, it's easy to not believe in yourself. Uh, yeah. we all have those moments. Sometimes they last longer than others. Um, but then it's also like, if you, you know, to find the courage to just like say, screw it, what's the worst that can happen? I'm just going to do this thing or execute this idea or start a podcast or whatever. Cause what is the worst that can happen? I mean, no one listens to the podcast and you do three episodes and you stop. Okay. So what, you know, what and then you never wonder again. Yeah. Yeah. Or no one listens and you're currently on episode 40, you know? yeah but then you're still then you're clearly getting something out of it too you know what i mean like who cares who listens like in a way like it's uh it's funny like that and like you know the i had nothing to lose by trying to reach out to ryan uh, myself it is funny though speaking of podcasts this is a part i should have mentioned or i forgot to mention and i do want to shout out because I will say the one thing, you know, Mania is cool. Mania is really cool. It would be cool to go there, all that all that stuff. But, like, I really want to meet um, – I mean, I'll be scared out of my fucking mind, but I really want to meet Jericho because um, besides him being, like, cool as shit, or at least apparently, uh, it was him. He So the real root of all this is I was getting back into wrestling, yada, yada. We don't need to rehash that story. I was starting listening to his podcast. I was on a run. I was on, I went for a run one day. I was listening to it, and Ryan was the guest. Oh. And Ryan talked about <laughs> his business. And it was just, I was, as a business person, like, I'm fascinated by, like, small businesses and how they run and all this stuff. Honestly, half of my excitement about the wrestling industry is the business of it all. But um, Ryan was on there, and I was, and, like, I'm running, and I'm listening to him talk, and I was already, like, what the fuck? I gotta like I should get in touch with this. This is what we gotta do. Wrestling posters with this guy. But then he said something. I don't know what it was, but I mean I'm sure it sounds familiar to you guys who know him very well. He was basically like, I'll sell anything. I'll sell whatever. <laughs> He's something like, yeah, I'll sell anything. We sell, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, all right, that's it. I'm sending this guy stuff. So that was so it was because he was on the Jericho podcast. I reached out to him, yada, yada, yada. So far, then next thing you know, I'm drawing Jericho for uh, pay-per-view posters and it just was like real full circle for me. I was like, wow. What's funny? Well, you know what's funny? Oh, you, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what's funny. funny. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is uh, for that, so you talk about self-doubt. Anyone that knows Ryan, he's very stoic and he, he's very confident and he's got really like a dry humor so you can't really tell if he's fucking with you or not. Oh, dude, his emails scare the shit out of me because <laughs> everyone says that I'll be like, oh man this great idea and he's like okay nice we'll do or okay cool. we'll do that cool. like, yeah. oh, 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 what the hell does he hate me <laughs> but so so for for that jericho podcast chris jericho comes in to the shop statuesque covered it was i think it was hot it was covered in leather and scarves and just looking like a rock star and then <laughs> Ryan was so nervous. I'm, I'm sure he's going to hate that I'm saying this. He was so nervous for that podcast. He was pacing around for like 
a couple days before that. And then after that, he's like, I sounded like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and, and I remember him following that with also Chris Jericho is as intimidating as he seems. Cause like even, even now that we've met him several times on the cruise and stuff, like I remember that specific day is cause he was over in, in the area where stank works. It was him, Ryan Jericho. They're over in that area. And I'm just la, 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 walking, talking. Oh, Hey guys, how's it going? And then just walk in. Chris Jericho's just standing there. And Chris Jericho's one of, again, like made me fall in love with wrestling. So I'm, I knew he was coming. Didn't expect he would be right there. And I'm, he's just like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? I'm Chris. I'm just like, huh? 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 <laughs> Hi, Mr. Jericho. <clears throat> hey, Mr. Yeah, Jericho. Yeah. But yeah, I, I specifically remember Ryan. He was like, cause he knows I, I listen to all the podcasts and stuff. He's like, dude, you gotta listen to Jericho podcast and tell me if it was good or, or what, like it just gets really nervous. Even more so, like we had uh, we had his wife on a few episodes ago, and yeah. we we told some fun stories like about Ryan and the same thing. Where for weeks he was like, "What did she say?" And we we're like, "Oh, <laughs> dude, she said a lot of fucked up things." And he's like, "No, no, really though. What what, yeah, did, she, what did she say?" But that's amazing. Yeah, no, I guess he would he won't even listen to his wife the uh, interview. No, or he, maybe that's too I, he, hard. He, no, I I believe he did wind up going through it but it's just always funny because like we mentioned yeah like ryan for those of you who know him is pretty even now you know like i'll text him this this that he's just like yep cool and it is always like because i mean dave and i we've told the story for like a month and a half we were like all right let's let's pitch him this we we got music done for you know for the show we got artwork we're like we have a whole pitch ready and we go in his office and we're like hey ryan uh, can me and Stank talk to you? And he's like, I don't have any money to give you if that's what you want. We're like, no, no, no. <laughs> that was the first thing he said. We're like, no, no, no. Wow. We're like, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, well, Dave and I, you know, we want to do the PWT cast, uh, the podcast for pro wrestling tees. And uh, cool. Huh? He's like, <laughs> we'll do it. Like, cool, do it. And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Look at the materials we've made for you. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, it's so it's so funny to hear you guys say that on your end and because you know him so well. Because when I like in the beginning of all this, uh, not with the like the individual wrestler posters, but like with the when it was like the pay per view posters, uh, especially with Double or Nothing. I mean, definitely, especially with Double or Nothing. But then like the subsequent couple afterward, I think finally by like I forget what the most recent one was, All Out. I think finally with All Out, I was just like. I finally figured it out. But anyway, I was putting together like a pitch deck, you know, with the sketch and like explaining my ideas and why it was happening. Cause you know, there's thought put into this. It's not just like slap the wrestlers on there. It's like there, it's yeah. there's reasons for all of it, which is another thing I love doing these posters. It's not just like, here's all the wrestlers that are lined up next to each other. Um, which I understand the utility of that when it happens. But anyway, right. um, I'm doing this whole pitch deck honestly. Cause I don't know who like, well, to finish the Ryan part, and he's just like, all right, cool, thanks, I'll send it to them. And I know he's probably, I mean, he's just like, screenshot the poster, text it to, like, Matt and Nick, and then they're just like, okay, cool, looks good, or whatever. And you're like, man, I just put all this thought into, you know, this whole spiel, and he's just like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, even even a little critique is comforting. I know, yeah, I know. But- Dude, from my end of things, I'm, like, three steps removed. Like, you guys are at least in the office. I'm sitting here wondering, and I've grown to kind of appreciate it, but I will say it's different. Like, I don't even know who the hell's like, like, he'll be like, oh yeah, they love it. 
or like, yeah, let me, I'll show it to them. I'm like, who the sh- who is them? Who is my art director? Like, are we talking about Matt and Nick? Is it Brandy? Is it all of them? Is it, I mean, who? And cause then, and cause for me is like the artist, my usual relationship with the client is com- like, I'm able to communicate and like make ideas happen. And it's just like, not like that. And that's okay. But like, and especially in the beginning, I, I was just like, who who is they who is they i have no idea i don't know who's they who they is and i'm always trying to say thank you like when things are finished i'm like hey can i thank the who who am i can i say thanks to somebody other than you i mean thank you to ryan and thank you you guys but like who you know what i mean and so there's a little bit of that where i'm like i wish i could you know express my appreciation I'll, but i'll tell you for you know from your end and you've pretty much figured it out but like and also for like wrestler uh wrestling artists that send us stuff it's you know a lot of people think oh ryan's just rejecting my art it's ryan has he's on the phone constantly he's on his email constantly and it's really as simple as like even like the AEW logo while while we were doing a couple concepts he would just take a picture on his phone and send it to like you know the evps and they'd be like cool tweak this a little bit but like it really is just like he sends it directly to them via text, and they're like, "I like it." And then, yeah, go. It which is, is yeah. You know. yeah. So I, ha- I feel like I have kind of figured that out. You're right, yeah. and like it is funny. It's a, it's it's all it, on some ways though. It's also a really awesome working relationship for me. I'm sure, I don't want to speak for all the artists that y'all work with, or or for you, but for yeah. me because on one level where I'm like I'm used to having a little bit more communication with the quote unquote, they, um, at the same time, I also don't have to do like 10 sketches and Mm -hmm. five descriptions and da 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 da. I can just like, here's my thought. And so far it's always been like, nice. Or like, Hey, switch, switch uh, people or move that one. Or every now and then like a little, like, Hey, maybe flip it, flip, uh, you know, um, pock facing the other way. And it's like, Oh shit, why didn't I do that? Yes. You know, it's, but it's never anything. So it's, it's on the other hand, it's like, it makes it an easy process too. Yeah. So yeah. As, as we sort of wind down here, uh, there's two questions we, we ask every guest that we have on the show. Uh, the first being, do you remember your first piece of wrestling merchandise that you've ever purchased? Be it, or was purchased for you, you know, be it, you know, mom and dad bought you a t-shirt or a wrestle buddy. Like I always talk about, uh, I specifically remember getting the Eddie Guerrero "I'm Your Poppy" T-shirt, which was like a very <laughs> weird thing for a 12-year-old to be wearing. Yeah, that is weird. But it was it was only weirder followed up by the John Cena Chain Gang uh, T-shirt that on the back read, "If you want some, come get some," and all <laughs> and all my seventh grade friends like giggling at the joke and me not understanding until <laughs> I'm older and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, now I get it. <laughs> those are some some very curious selections although like, you know there you go i absolutely remember my my first piece of wrestling merchandise and that was a probably actually now that i'm thinking about it maybe it wasn't the first i think it was though it was the uh it was a stone cold t-shirt and it was it was scu which is funny scu it was stone cold university t-shirt um and I wore the shit out of that thing. Uh, 
I thought I might have still had it in storage. I was recently like was able to get back to some of my stuff that was in storage when, after my parents had moved uh, over across, overseas and so on and so forth. But uh, I do not still. I thought I might have still had. It. I do not have it still. But yeah, that Stone Cold shirt, man. I was captivated by by the rattlesnake. I just couldn't get enough. And the uh, the second question is: Do you have a? Is there a favorite piece of wrestling merchandise ever? I mean that one might be it but like i know dave's always talked about how he loved the uh nwo glow in the dark t-shirt that he had as a kid yeah <laughs> uh favorite piece of merchandise wow like, like i've personally always yeah, it can, loved it like it even be something you designed yeah oh yeah well there you go well okay no i'm not gonna claim something that i made is my favorite but i i will say just on that note of that, like actually I have the Cody poster and I have the Double or Nothing posters pinned right up here above my workspace, my desk and my studio. And just like, honestly, even now hearing more from the backstory of that, all this like on your end and like now I'm looking at those things, it's like really, I don't know, it gets me almost emotional. Like, man, that was cool. And those people like Ryan, sure, you guys, but like, those people on those posters were, were kind enough to like take, let, I mean, it was no skin off their back, but they took a chance. They said, okay, yeah, let this kid make art. I'm not a kid, but let this guy make art for us. Um, so that is cool. So that these will always have these specifically, the double or nothing poster and that Cody poster will always have a special place in my heart, but I'll say, man, favorite merchandise. I was a freaking weirdo back in the day. I still am. And I was obsessed with the crow movie and i was obsessed with like uh you know like slipknot for a very short period of time but just like like stuff like that and so a st the sting mask and like and then like for, for jumping forward a bit like the cane mask that you could buy like you could have that i was like damn that is cool <laughs> uh i just think those kinds of things where you could like be the be the wrestler in some way whereas always like well, that was dope. They're also like fun things to display. Like I, this past Halloween, attempted to dress up like Pentagon Junior and bought myself a nice Pentagon Junior mask, only to find out I I can't wear contacts no matter how hard I try. So I didn't use it. But in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna buy one of those nice because I've seen Pentagon do it. He buys those uh like head models and just puts the masks on there and draws you know his makeup on there. So you see what it would look like and i'm like that would be something nice to to display in the studio that would be cool you should definitely do that i i, I know i look at those i i've definitely i found myself now every now and then i mean i'll be like how much does a lucha mask where, where can i get one of those um but i would say i know that um from i don't know about both of you but stank like i've seen your you know we're connected uh on facebook and whatnot and mm -hmm. that you have plenty of you're 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 a figure collector of some sort. Oh, yes. uh, that has happened a little bit. Oh oh fuck! Here I know we gotta go probably, but here's a story for you. So my current per favorite piece of, of of wrestling stuff is I have a, a Finn Balor figure. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not any kind of like collector or whatever, so I have no idea what series or whatnot. But he's got the, uh, the demon makeup on, and my wife got it for me uh, two Christmases ago sort of not as a joke but you know kind of like ah yeah you like this guy uh i always talk about finn as my boyfriend whatever a lot of people do that um <laughs> but anyway so she gets me that and we're laughing about it and it's and i i was like oh that's cute babe thank you 
whatever. We go to the airport. We were flying to France that that day. It's Christmas Day. We and we go through the Newark airport security. Dude, who the fuck do I bump into? No way. Yeah, he's right there. He's right there. And I was like, what the fuck? And my wife is like, you should talk to him. <laughs> like, like hours ago, we were joking about his like, and she she was busting my ball. She's like, you have his doll. You should go talk to him. Uh, and so I was, I freaking went up. I like kind of, I didn't chase him down, but you know, you're like kind of like, uh, hey, excuse me. And man, I was shaking in my boots. I was just like, oh, uh, Mr. I don't remember if I said Mr. Baller or what, but anyway, I was just like, oh man, I just want to uh, like uh, say thanks for all your all the stuff you do for. Honestly, because I mean, I, I've I just like I'm all about the equality in wrestling these days, and so I just always thought like his his push for a while there about like uh, yeah, LGBT. Baller Club is for everyone. I always thought that was so cool. That was when I was getting back into it. Um, you know, you just have so many friends that are from that community and stuff, and whatever. And it's just like, man, this is wrestling has changed. Uh, so I was like, sort of trying to like thank him for that, and he was just like, oh, what's your name? Oh, Merry Christmas. I was like, okay, cool, see ya. <laughs> that was it. But how crazy is that? That's always it's all those stories are always you know the most fun because again, it's you you come up with there's a million things you want to say, and then what actually does come out of your mouth, and then you reflect on it afterwards, and you're just like. Oh, why why did I say that or why didn't I see this? <laughs> yeah. But uh Jonathan, where can people find you online? Okay, uh please if you want to see more, you can find me at uh at Bartlett Studio uh on Twitter and Instagram. Um and then if you're curious if you uh I do have a, a wrestling handle on uh instagram but i haven't been keeping it up it's hard to do multiple names you guys it's not i don't know it wasn't worth it but anyway but if you're curious about just seeing all the wrestling work um in one place that is at strongstyleart.com very nice very nice uh i was thinking and i haven't discussed this with my co-host here but yes uh, we gotta start we gotta start selling some more shirts so we can commission a a piece of art from uh, Mr. Bartlett. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. And that's the whole thing. That could be a whole other thing. I've gotten getting into like t-shirt designs is a whole new thing for me, which I've been loving that. Um, but we, that's maybe a story for another day. Well, I, I love your, your Kenny Omega, the green one. Yeah. Oh man. That is oh. selling like crazy. That's, that's a tight shirt. So thank you. Well, Jonathan, I'm, I was very happy to have you on. Um, it's, it's again, it's a reoccurring thing with David and I, where, well, you know, we have a conversation that we really love that we're like, we're going to bring you on for part two. Uh, so definitely, definitely once this pandemic is over and you make your way through Chicago, we'll have to get you into the actual studio where you can see your, the artwork of yours that we have beautifully displayed. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, talk about getting that commission. I, I want like a giant life-size thing of David, just like, <laughs> you know, body slamming like Hogan or something. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We have we have a lot of a space on that wall. We'll cover it up with a giant life-size painting of uh, David slamming yeah. Andre or Hogan. That would be perfect. I can already picture how it's going to go. Yeah. All right, John, it was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, yeah, we'll talk you. to you again soon. Yeah, of course, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you to Jonathan Barlett again for the interview. And uh, you and I joked around about what we would want to get commissioned from him. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely some ideas flowing around. Uh, it, it, like it's 
that's always a fun part. Oh, speaking of commissions, holy shit, I should have addressed it up. Oh, early. yeah. Uh, former guest of the show, Chris Oakwood uh, of Wrestling Tattoos, did an amazing, like, holy shit, an amazing uh, painting for Ryan. Uh, if, go over to the Pro Wrestling Tees Twitter uh, account, or not Twitter, the Instagram, Instagram account, yeah. and see it is fucking beautiful. Like, I reposted it on my story. It's... Uh, What's the guy's name who used to do like all like the uh, the Hercules uh, and the He Man post? Not He Man. Oh, fuck, he did all those like old book covers. You know, it would be like his style of art was always painted on the sides of vans in like the seventies. Oh, um, Mobius. No, there's, no. There's, there's a bunch of artists. Yeah, this this was like this this was. Like but he this did, was he did a lot of the Conan like the Barbarian. Like he did a lot of those Conan the Barbarian. Uh, yeah, covers. I can't do the- I'll, I'll, I'll look it up right now, real quick. But yeah, it's I'm a great artist. It's, I don't remember the guy's name. It's uh, Macho Man with Miss Elizabeth slaying a dragon. Oh, but it's done in like traditional, like American, like Sailor Jerry style tattoo stuff. But like, it's like a cosmic wonder when you look at it. It's breathtaking when you look at it, you're like this is one of the coolest things i've ever seen but yeah, uh it, it was oh. holy shit it was it was insane like i oh my god it was i was just like staring at it and I, like I, I immediately called you and i was like dude i'm like did you and yeah. i guess ryan had already shown you but holy shit it was so incredible if you guys are looking to get some um some artwork done hit him up you know frank frazetta that was the name frank frazetta frank frazetta yeah yeah uh, very much in that style, super cool, super fun, like just look at. I'm like, oh shit, like just. Well, and, and then the other thing is, he he's a tattoo artist and he can't tattoo people, so you know he he went on. He said, hey, I'm looking I'm looking for commissions to do, um, and of course he's a friend of the show, friend of the shop. Um, for those of you that don't know, every time you know we have a big like star cast or something in Chicago and they come out, they kindly come to the shop after hours and give us tattoos. And so, you know, they're, they're real good friends of ours. And so I'm glad to see he got some work and Ryan got to get a really sweet piece of like a one of the kind, no prints of this are going to be made. So yeah, it was pretty dope. Yeah. Super, super beautiful. I was like, oh man. So, so go, 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 go find it online because again, it's just, it's wonderful to look at. Um, but speaking of things that are wonderful to look at, I forgot to mention it up front, actually. Uh, it was the one-year anniversary this week of Endgame coming out, Avengers Endgame, you know, and Tony Stark gave his life for us. And I remember, and I remember going to see it at the theater. It was like some really fancy theater. I believe I might have told the story before. Um, but there's like this scene where, well, there's two scenes where I started crying. One is when all the Avengers come out of like the wormholes and just you know the music swelling and he says Avengers assemble. I f- oh, yeah. I, I lose it every time. Right as Mjolnir is hitting his hand. Yeah, it's oh. assemble. I, like I remember, I literally started to cry and I was just like, I and I, I heard Ryan and Frank laughing, but they were laughing at some some person who was like running up the stairs and like tripped. I wasn't aware they were sitting next to me, and I thought they were right. laughing at me, and I was just like, I don't care. Like they can laugh at me. It, it, it takes a true man to cry and admit his yep. feelings. Uh, but they weren't even laughing at me. Uh, so that, and then when fucking Tony, you know, Tony gives up his life for us. 
I, I still to this day in a perfect world for me and I get it Robert Robert Downey wanted to move on but to me in a perfect world Captain Captain America is the one who gives his life you have Tony yeah. you have Tony Stark be head of shield so he's kind of just on the sidelines and you know Captain America gave his life for for all of us but you yeah. know it's there's only so much fantasy booking you can do because you know say la vie it is what it is and it's yeah. it's still a, an enjoying a, a wonderful movie nonetheless so well and and the echo the echoes of you know the ending of that phase are still reverberating only because you know we're supposed to start seeing some of these movies and we can't watch them black widow should have came out this friday black widow and i know you know you're not the biggest fan of the idea of a black widow movie but it's I just, something i just don't like women dave that's what it is well, and that's the thing. I, <laughs> no, I, when, when you went to go protest to do Ghostbusters, I said, "Listen, that's a little too much." And you said, "Hey, I can't be seeing these chicks in this movie." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Women in movies, gross." No, I, like, I'm just admittedly not. I'm listen. I love Scarlett Johansson. I'm just not. A, oh, yeah. I'm just not a fan of like the Black Widow character. Which, yeah, uh, there was like a thread on Twitter of like some dude kind of just picking apart the Avengers, where it was like it was it was just like funny things where. Um, you know, he's talking about, he's like, Black Widow, her biggest accomplishment is she can do a head of scissors and got into the Avengers. You know, it's like, <laughs> just random things like that. And like, I get it. She connects with some people. Not my favorite Avenger, but, you know, there, I'm sure there's also some people that don't like Black Panther or Doctor Strange and, you know, like, right. there's some people that are normal and do like Doctor Strange and yeah. Black Panther, but I digress. Uh, and, you know, I would have gone to see the movie regardless because it's an MCU movie and... Uh. I always speak. Speaking of the Avengers and, and specifically the Russo brothers, um, so I don't know if you've seen this because it, it just occurred to me and I kept forgetting that I watched it. Have you seen The Extractor on Netflix? No, is that the Chris Hemsworth one? It's Chris Hemsworth. It's directed by the Russo brothers, and it's Chris Hemsworth as like he's like a mercenary, mm-hmm. and. Um, God damn, he John Wicks the entire movie. And it's it's such a good action movie in the style of like John Wick or um I would say it really closely resembles in tone and kind of in story. Have you ever seen Man on Fire with Denzel Washington? Love it. Oh, it's just like that. He's gotta extract this kid. There's like an Indian drug war going on in India and and um he has like a uh, a murky past where he's he's hurting about something and you don't know what it is but they explain it in the movie and um you know in a lot of these movies he, he comes to care for the person he's trying to help mm-hmm. it's but the action is like it's like john wick four it's so good and on top of it so like again i highly recommend it um but i heard a rumor that chris hemsworth is trying to get a bulk of the Avengers cast to do a movie with the Russo brothers. That's not Marvel. Really? It's just an action movie. Yeah. Almost, you know, it, my, my head's going to different places, but almost like the expendables. It would be, it would be so cool. Uh, dude, so, that would be, uh, that would be amazing. Especially because like, there's, there's so many characters that Tony Stark, that Iron Man didn't get to like, uh, cross paths with same thing with like Chris Evans, you know, like, 
Mm-hmm. It probably would have been fun to see Chris Evans and like Doctor Strange cross paths there. Yeah. Oh my God. Dude, I, I don't think we talked about it yet. There was a deleted scene from Infinity War in which Doctor Strange gets Iron Man's uh, armor and Iron Man gets Doctor Strange's uh, cape. And they filmed it. Oh. And for whatever reason, they didn't use it. And I've, I've always said, let's bring this back to wrestling. After Eddie Guerrero's death, like everyone was like, if that year's WrestleMania was supposed to be Shawn Michaels versus Eddie Guerrero. I, to this day, wish that nobody would have told me that because it hurts that like that's what was supposed to happen. You were happen. deprived of it. Yeah, I was yeah. deprived of it. Same thing with this goddamn Doctor Strange, Iron Man, like swapping crossover because it just, it sounds awesome. And I look at the picture, friend of the show, Kelsey, Kelsey sent it to me and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, that would have been so great. But you know, and yeah. there's, so there's a lot of those actors that I would like. I would have loved to have seen some interaction between Black Panther and Iron Man, some more at least, you know, and just yeah. various characters. But I mean, if they can pull off some sort of like Expendables type movies with all the you know actors, <sighs> it'll be it'll be stupid expensive, you know, because they've all yeah, all their stock is risen. But I would love that. Like that would be that would be amazing. Yeah, but to whet your appetite for maybe what's to come, watch the Extractor. It's so good. Yeah, I've I've heard. I I believe friend of the show W H Park. He he was the one who was telling me and we have like a a post wrestling like a, a little group. Shout out our man Neil yeah. and Brandon from New Jersey. Uh, and yeah, he talked about it there because it's an, on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, yeah. I'll I'll definitely give it a watch. I mean, um, Westworld is ending tonight, and I'll need something. And Dave ended, so I'll need something Ooh. new to watch. Uh. I've been catching up with what we do in the shadows as well. The the TV show, which yeah. is so good. You know, it's, I have such an affinity for the movie. Like it is, it is my comfortable such place. Movie. Such a good movie. And the show, the show is great too. You know, um, two different, you know, cause one is, it's a, it's a sitcom. And then one is just like a more of like a serious, like there's a, there's a documentary comedy but there's also like some seriousness in it is the movie which i think why it it touches me a little bit more but both both great and i i've been catching up with that as well watch what we do in the shadows too you guys if if you guys are listening to this and you enjoyed the movie if you haven't even watched the movie go find it taika watiti jermaine clemens great great fucking dudes uh but um yeah, uh, next week we'll have, uh, it was supposed to be this week, but I got super busy at work with um, printing. I'm, I'm printing now, so, boy, I'm, I really am the Iron Man. I'm all over the place now. <laughs> uh, but I, I can, I'm, I'm going to call it now. Fan of the week will return next week. Uh, we got some fun ones. We've had some fun interviews, or fun interviews, fun emails that I've received. And, boy, boy, are you guys in for for a treat because we've got several so those will be coming back weekly uh, i can guarantee that and uh boy dave we've we've rambled on a lot longer than i thought we would yeah <laughs> this is gonna be a long one too this whole episode that's gonna be a, it's gonna be a giant sized episode this week but fun nonetheless for us because you know we this is our weekly catching up with all you guys so Again, if you're listening to this, you know, early Monday, and you want to go get yourself uh, the Adam Cole Bullet Club, the exclusive, you know, Adam Adam Cole Bullet Club T-shirt that won't ever go back on the site. You know, go ahead, go get yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't count on it. Yeah, yeah, go get some <laughs> some cool uh, BC, you know, Bullet Club merchandise. 
Oh, also, by, by the time this drops, we will have new nerds jackets for AEW. So I know a lot of people have been asking about, hey, when are you guys getting some nerds? Uh, these will be in, I don't want to say limited quantity, but they're not going to be, it's not a large run. So if you guys want to get in on those uh, jackets, they should be dropped uh, Monday, probably 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. So. Um, I know we've always gotten questions about those. You got to talk to those guys about getting us some fucking PWT cast chocolate jackets, yeah, not chocolate nerd jackets, nerd jackets. Yeah. Or chocolate. Listen, we'll, we'll start a little bidding war between the two. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, uh, sad, sadly, sad to say I've run out of things to say this week. And I as well. All right, guys. We'll, uh, Listen, make sure you're following us. Uh, and if you, you know, help, if you can help spread the word, it'd be much, much greatly appreciated. Uh, but until next week, you guys, uh, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang. <laughs>